second Broncos Blitz podcast, the throwback Thursday edition of the program. I am Danny Williams along with, wait for it, Alex Becker. Hey, hey. Alex, what's going on? What's hey, up, buddy? Danny? How hey. are you, sir? I'm, I'm never better. Never better. Good. I like that. I like your attitude. You got a good attitude always. You know what I mean? It's like Try to be know. positive. Try to be in a good mood. You, you know? don't want to ever run Nobody, too hot and too cold. Yeah. You don't, Nobody likes people in bad moods. It's like you never want to be the guy when some, you know, you ask somebody, um, maybe the Starbucks barista, and you're just kind of standing there. She's your, well, you know, how are you? How's your day going? Or if someone asks you that, you're supposed to be like, good. You? Good. And that's the end of it. Right. You never want to be like, how's your day going? And then be the guy like, actually, man, it's been a really rough one. Or like, don't like, oh, don't open that can of worms. Because nobody wants to hear about that. No. And nobody knows how to, to respond. Ni- yes. Never just, people are just trying to be nice. So, um, you're a good dude. Appreciate you. Um, happy to do the podcast with you here on a, a throwback Thursday edition. Brought to you by Maverick Sports. The Maverick Sports app, $750 match. Are you kidding me? That, that's, a, that's wild. Um, whether you got 50 bucks or 750 you should go take advantage of that right away. And uh, that's where we're putting our parlays together. That's where we're making our money on it is that, is that app. Go download it. Go navigate it. You're going to like it a lot. Total Beverage as well. The Total Bev, uh, TotalBev.com, the Total Beverage locations, two of them. Uh, big stores up north. We'll have everything you want. We'll deliver. If you're a little too far for you, okay, we'll I'll deliver it to you. Um, but they're worth an extra 10 or 15 or 20 minute drive to get there to save the money. Um, that's an extra, you know, if you're spending 100 bucks, that's an extra 12 pack. That's an extra bottle of wine, whatever it may be. Go check those guys out. Um, okay, what's going down in Broncos country? Alex, you come up with one or two things. What I got right now is the reports, the two things. Reports that Russ is going through some drills and he was in meetings this week making people believe that this guy may potentially play. I think it's a lie. I think that the Broncos are putting the stuff out there, so the Cardinals obviously have to prepare for Russ and Brett Rippon. So um, do you believe the same thing before I kind of say more? I think he's, man, if you would have asked me two days ago, I would have said no way. He's so in protocol. I'm kind of thinking he might play in this game. I'm thinking now, now Holy that I'm thinking, crap. it seemed just Hola. from all the prep, hold up, hold up. Yeah, from all the things in practice yesterday, he's running around, he's got his helmet on, he's going through all the Holy drills. Cow, yeah, that's why um, I think that. And this guy's a warrior. Like, he wants to play and he's going to play. Only reason, uh, only way he doesn't play is if they say, hey, um, you know, it, let's, let's take this another week. Um, but if it's up to him, he's going to play. And he wanted to come back in that game on Sunday, even with that huge knot on his head. So it's like you got to save he the player from himself. He was out cold with his eyes open, knocked out. That cold. was scary. Okay. That was scary. We saw what happened with Tua. Right. Kind of a similar situation. Put him back out there uh, too quick. Um, I think, Alex, and I said this for three straight podcasts, I think, that I think he was concussed in the Colts game. Could have been. I think he had just, this was his second concussion of the season. You put him back out there, he has a third one That's, in one NFL season. Oh. Then we're talking about should Russ even ever play football again. Exactly, and it's going to be a bad look, and then everybody's going to say, well, why it's was he even out there? Yeah. People are disgusted with the way the Dolphins handled Tua. Right. It was, it was a back injury. It was you kind, know. Of, you know, kind of criminal. You know, really, honestly, um, the Broncos don't. We you know we look so bad, anyways. Don't go down this road. There's no way, Alex. I just believe it. I just mm-hmm. believe there's no way he plays in this game at all. Really, honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, he may suit him up, emergency quarterback type of stuff. Mm-hmm. He will not play in this game, and they will look like complete pieces of 
shit if they do. Yeah. I mean, imagine if he gets hit again in the head. And, I mean, he's obviously more susceptible to another concussion with already uh, a concussion sustained a week ago. Yeah, it's going to be – if it's up to me, I'm not playing him. They got not, not a lot to gain. You know, if you win, you're 4-10. and 10. doesn't really matter. Um, just sit him an extra week. You know, let him, let him, let him heal. Let the guy heal. <clears throat> okay, talk about the argument then of um, Russ even um, playing at all the rest of the season. Why should he or why shouldn't he? I If he's fully healthy and they fully clear him, all the doctors say he's okay. I think the more games he gets under his belt in this system um, – that you know the the better the better off not only he'll be but the Broncos too because they get a, a more of a read on him. A full season of Russ is a lot better than a thirteen game sample size. Okay, Just, uh, for the future, planning for the future. Interesting. Okay, um, let me see what else I'm going to ask you about the situation. That's kind of it. Um, what yeah, were you going to say? Oh, he he was he's limited in practice today. Limited in practice today. <laughs> He's limited. Limited. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind Brett Rippon, though. Ah, uh, yeah, we got. Here's my thought. Um, Russian play for a couple weeks. There's five games left. Yeah, uh, four after this one. They're three and nine. Three and ten. I'm sorry. They're three and ten. There's five games. No, there's four games left. Then. Or three and ten. Three and ten. So there's four games left. Then there's got to be if there's seven. Oh yeah, I'm wrong. No, You're no, right. no. I just I I confused both of us. There's four games left. I don't play them in the next two. I play them in the last two. Kansas City and the yeah, Chargers. I do. Okay. They're divisional games. You got to try to set the tone right. It's almost like the next season will have started at that point. Use it as some almost preseason like reps. You know, type of concept. Um, it's a jump start on the next season. He sits two weeks. He plays the last two weeks. That's, in my mind, what makes the most sense because you know, people are going, well, well, he shouldn't play it all the rest of the season. Well, if you paid money for season tickets, that ain't going to fly. And for us as a competitor and demanding to be out there and he wants to try to get, you know, the 300, 400 touchdowns, he's going to want to play. If Coach um, oh, Hack is trying to keep his job, He's going to want Russ to play as well. Absolutely. And there might be a philosophy within the organization of win, lose, or draw. If you're healthy and you, you're on the roster, and you're, especially you're getting paid that much money, you will play. Not he's so highly, we're so highly invested in him that he won't play. It's a philosophy. We don't know what, who it's going to vote, but I just gave you five reasons why he would. Yeah. For anyone who's like, well, why would he not even play any of the games in the rest of the season? Well, that's why. Okay. All very logical. All make a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Kind of my thought. Uh, Randy Gregory. Yes. Forgot the guy was on the team. <laughs> Almost did, right? Something interesting I heard from Coach Hackett was in the tone and the manner of him, Randy Gregory, got to get him back out there type of. He's coming. Out, we're getting him ready, geared up. He looks like he's ready to go. He wants Randy Gregory to play. He's talking about other guys day-to-day -day this and day-to-day -day that. He desperately wants Randy Gregory out there to play. He's trying to still win games, and um, for one reason or another, whether they think he's you know was ready to go, ring a two or go, or he's slow playing it, or maybe he's not as motivated to come back to play for on a, you know for a loser the rest of the season. I don't know what kind of guy we got in Randy Gregory. Nathaniel Hackett wants him to play. Um, what do we see out of Randy Gregory the rest of the season? Do you think? Uh, hopefully he does come back. Um, he His quote yesterday was, I think it, it is important to go out there and end the season on a good note, which I appreciate. He's played in three and a half games this year, and 
he's known for being injury injury prone. You know, he's great when he's on the field. It's just he's not on the field very often. Um, the guy's a game wrecker. We saw the first three weeks. I was like, this guy's, uh, you know, beating everybody off the line. He's he's up there uh, as far as advanced stats. He's one of the best pass rushers in the league, but he cannot play a full season. And, uh, you know, if he wants to play um, the, the final two games, final three, four games, whatever it is, all, all the power to him. I think he should be out there. He's a big part of this team. We're paying him a lot of money, paying him $70 million. Um, and then ha- what Hackett said yesterday, he said, we're looking forward to him hopefully playing on Sunday. We want him to be out there on Sunday. So just as you alluded to, sounds like Nathaniel Hackett really wants to start the I guess the, the tone field. and the vibe that I got was a little bit different than some of the other guys. Um, yeah. Man, I really like what I saw from Randy Gregory at the beginning of the season. He's great. You could see how talented and unique he is and how dominant of a player he can be. But, um, man, I shouldn't even be saying this. Don't. This could get me in trouble. But this is fragile. This this podcast is we're about bringing the truth. You know, it's people have referred to this podcast as the first podcast and nothing but the truth. You know, so help so help me God. So I have a family member who's in the medical field here in Colorado. Mm, I get the NFL. Thank you. And while Adam Schefter, it's a HIPAA violation. Adam Schefter got in big trouble for the same kind of stuff that I'm about to say right now. But I'm willing to do it. I had a family member had a look at Randy Gregory's chart. Okay. His his knee? His medical chart. His medical chart. Okay. Turns out that his bones are made out of pie crust. <laughs> it's, oh. Yes, yes. It's unheard of. It's very rare. It's very rare. Pillsbury. Okay. And um, I'm just joking. Sorry that joke took too long to play out. But no, that's what it is. The guy's a uh, bit of a delicate flower for being so big and kind of strong. Some guys, it's just the rap on them. I don't get Some it. Some guys are part-time players. Sometimes they're part-time. Some guys are just part-time players. Yeah. For one reason or another, that's what keeps some guys away from being really great and really, really special. Jadavion Clowney comes to Clowney. mind a little bit. Number one overall pick. Um, I mean, look at the NBA. Gary Harris was a guy like that, too. He was always hurt. And then when he was hurt, the injury lasted longer than the uh, original timeline. Dude. Uh, like he, he could turn a two-week injury to an eight-week what, injury what like a, that. What about our guy? Maka, um, Maka, Maka Junior Porter. That was the next guy I thought Dude, of, too. Michael Junior Porter is the ultimate oft injured yeah, guy. Yeah, day to day, and then he's out 10 games, you know. Okay, so just my thought on Randy Gregory that we will see him sooner than later, and we'll see what that looks like. Um, this game in general, if you don't do the podcast with me tomorrow, how do you see this game playing out? Bet it for me. What Low do you score. see happening? Uh, yeah, I was talking with Anilo uh, with it, uh, on it this morning. Under. I'm on the under. Only two Broncos games the entire season have gone over. Obviously, one of them being last week against the Chiefs. Uh, right now, it's at 36 or 36 and a half, depending on uh, what book you're looking at. I think it's going to be like 17 to 10 Broncos. I think uh, they feast on Colt McCoy. Um, Cardinals, you know, they're as big of a mess as the Broncos. I see a lot of parallels between the two teams. But whether Russ plays or Rippon plays, I'm not expecting a big offensive day from the Broncos, especially if it's Brett Rippon. So my favorite bet is the under. I would take the Broncos on the spread, but I might stay away from that. But I, I will bet the under. Okay. I like the under a lot. The Dude. total is scary to me. Said on the radio show today that I think the game is a coin flip. I think Colt really McCoy is. I think Colt McCoy is a good backup. I think he's a, a more you know upper-end backup and a gamer. 
Anytime he's been in, he's productive. He knows how to kind of do it. He's not a backup who comes in and just tries to, like, survive a game. He'll go and try to do things and make plays. So that's that's scary. The Broncos have to cover two and a half points. The Cardinals get two and a half points. While I'm going to say the Broncos win, you know, 17 to 16, at the same time, in my uh, one of my simpleton betting philosophies, courtesy of Maverick Sports, Mm -hmm. is in a game that where you think it's going to be a coin flip anyways, well, why would you not take the points and the two and a half points? So I think I would take the Broncos to win, but I will take the Cardinals is going to be that close. Take the points with the the birds. yeah, Because they might just win the game outright, and I'm getting two and a half points anyways in a game that's going to be very close and low scoring. And you you might as well bet it now because if they do clear Russ to play, that line's going to jump up, right? It's going to jump up to... What four or five? If if Russell it'll Wilson move. does play, yeah, it'll move a couple points. Maybe the total moves just a little bit as well. Right. Um. Yeah, Russ is worth a point or two. It's really only quarterbacks who are worth a point, solid points. You can have big time running backs, receivers sometimes go out, and the line won't move. That's just kind of because you know, there's you know fifty three guys in the roster and forty guys who play inside of a game. So one guy is always you know not always moving a line unless it's a quarterback, which definitely does. So so if you're gonna bet the Broncos. Get on it now. Um, I think that's it, Alex. I think that's kind of it for today. A little um, mini edition of the podcast. Give me one more little news or notes thing. Oh yeah, got. do you see the stadium improvements? All Good the call. all the renovations. Great call. Meant to talk about hundred million dollars worth of renovations to Empower Field that will happen before the start of next season. So while you know that might sound like, well, we're gonna put a roof on it. No. That costs like billions. They're going to simply upgrade the um, South Stands Jumbotron stuff, the big kind of uh, Jumbotron, which is already really nice and huge, way huger than a lot of other buildings. It's really cool, so I'm not sure what we're going to do there. Concessions, um, some luxury stuff, uh, team store stuff. Uh, facelift, kind of like a Ball Arena did, and one or two other things, $100 million worth of improvements. That's kind of cool because it's just going to buy you time until you figure out if they're going to build a new stadium somewhere else, when and where. $100 million is a drop in the uh, bucket for these guys. Um, and that's it. Buys you some time. Give them a facelift before you have to find out what you're going to do um, with the new building. Um so we're, we uh, could appreciate that new owners coming in and spending some money on things. You know, it's like a, someone coming in, rich guy buying a new house, and yeah. it might be really, really nice. We, we and you know, yet, um, you know, well, you know, it's, it's gonna. He's a rich guy. He's gonna put his own, you know, improvements on it and his own kind of reconstruction and remodel. That's what rich guys do. Do you think these uh, improvements and renovations tell you anything about the new stadium? Gonna not gonna be built anytime no. soon. Because that, anyway, if we agreed today, won't happen for 10 years almost. Okay. Like five or six or seven years it'll take to yeah. really build a, a new stadium. So I don't want to say we're stuck with this building because it's a nice building. I love the location. Yeah. Um, it's where I want the stadium to be. I don't want to go to East Aurora. I don't want to go past, you know, out there past Dick's Sporting Goods yeah, Park, Commerce which is City. not even really that far. It's just I like the setting of where, you know, the stadium is. It's where it kind of should be. They're the Denver Broncos. They're not the Aurora Broncos. Exactly. They're not the Commerce City Broncos. Right. Are they? No, no way. Yeah, the day out by Dick Sporting Goods Park, that would be atrocious. I mean, I Mile just, High Stadium was in the same location. That's that's what we know. It's Broncos. Yeah. They, what they could do, and people have talked about a lot, a million you know, times over, is build um, up 
federal, all along federal there, which is just a total dump. Make that into a whole kind of little residential kind of city businesses that will thrive during Broncos games and events that it's otherwise just a total dump over there. Yeah. Old Burger King that's not there anymore. Um, just buildings that are, you know, um, 50 or, you know, 40 or 50 years old. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Got a Denny's. Little revamp. I mean, look what they did. Like the Meow Wolf over there looks cool. That building yeah. was, you know, a nothing building. Um, so, yeah. Good call on the um, facelift. At, uh, no power filled. No as, power filled. <laughs> as one CJ of our King. listeners, <laughs> the villain, once called it no power filled. But, uh, Alex, what's your Twitter? Uh, a Becker Sports. He's at A Becker Sports on Twitter. I'm at Tweet Stanley on Twitter. Um, he does a podcast a day or two a week with us, but he does a radio show with us every single day. Makes the radio show sound great. He runs the show. Heard Pat says, I run the show. Um, thanks for being with us. Good stuff, Alex. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.